0: Hey, 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 everybody. Today we have for you podcast number 001. Today's podcast is entitled Clam in My Closet. Okay, I'm Dr. Pete Lombardi, and I'm here today uh, welcoming you to this week's edition of your Limitless Life Weekly. Uh, podcast, Limitless Life Network podcast. I'm Dr. Pete, as I said, and um, this podcast is where we flesh out the limitations that are preventing you from reaching your goals and living the life you deserve. Today's episode is entitled Clam in My Closet. Today, I have for you four points, and uh, I just want to give you a quick backstory on the podcast since this is our inaugural podcast, the very first one. Uh, Ten years uh, straight, actually a little bit more, I wrote a weekly blog. And so what we've done is we've curated the best of those blogs and uh, put them into a podcast format. So I'm going to break these down in a little bit more detail as to what we were thinking about when I wrote them And uh, so we've got a lot of content to cover for many years to come. Uh, So this podcast will come to you every week. So today's uh, topic, I've got uh, four uh, points for you, but let me tell you the backstory. So the backstory about the clam in the closet is uh, it was really kind of a crappy weekend and uh, there wasn't a lot going on at the house. So uh, my wife's like, you know, you really need to clean out your closet. And I'm like, really? I got to clean out the closet? And um, she's like, just just go and and clean out the closet. You've got so much stuff in there. I can barely get any shirts to hang them up in there. And I'm like, okay. Um, so I do it. And as I'm going through the closet, uh, I'm finding that yes, she's correct. I have hung on to many things, and uh, I started pulling up pulling things out that I just never ever ever wear. And clothes that were worn to tatter, they didn't look good. And occasionally just um, she will throw things away and I'll wonder where they are. And, uh, you know, she she truly was looking out for my best interest. So as I went through the closet, what I noticed is that I found a lot of things that I was hanging on to that were gifts that people actually gave me stuff that uh, I didn't really wear very often. And then I had some other things that uh, my wife had purchased for me. And, uh, she likes to, she knows that I'm not really a a lover of fashion as far as going out shopping. Um, don't really enjoy that process of going to a store and trying on clothes and so forth. So she would go to the store. She likes to shop and she loves that stuff. And, uh, she would buy things for me and, uh, bring them home. And, and for whatever reason, I would just not wear some of the stuff that she brought home. And, um, and there it sat in my closet. So, uh, when I went through and selected all the things that I never, ever wear, uh, not only did I find that I had things that were out of style, things that were gifted to me, things that she bought me. I also had some relics. <laughs> I had some, uh, I had some things that I was hanging on to that were a part of my life a long time ago, and maybe they had some sentimental value, but literally they were worthless and, uh, I was never going to wear them again. So, um. Uh, From this whole exercise of cleaning out the closet, I've come up with these four points. So I'm going to share these four points with you uh, today. Uh, The first one is putting off, cleaning out the unwanted things only delays our joy. So after this was all said and done, I had a lot more room in my closet and It looked a lot nicer, and I could see the clothes that I actually like, wear, and enjoy. And I had more space now to add to my wardrobe, where I never thought I really did have space. And I also found in my wardrobe that I had um, limitations as far as like, you know, I really didn't have some dress pants that I really enjoyed maybe or I didn't have belts that I liked or shoes that I liked um, you know for all occasions. so uh, it gave me an opportunity for potentially new things to come into my life uh, and I'm not just talking about clothes here. think about this when we hang out, when we when we put off you know the things that we know we should do, what are we doing? We're really literally de- delaying the opportunities, that, come into, that, that are potentially going to come into our lives because we're just putting off what we know we should be doing. So uh, super, super important there. Uh, and, and the other thought is uh, the the thought or the idea of the work always seems worse than the actual job itself. And this is still part of that first one is that in our mind, we tell ourselves stories often that are not true but we build them up to be bigger than what they really are. So we may speculate that it's going to be extremely uncomfortable or it's going to be extremely difficult or we're going to run into so many snags along the way that we won't even actually start. We won't actually engage in the activity. Um, so this, this creates a, an issue that I talk about a lot, and it's called stepping over, a step over issue, stepping over the known problems and issues and hangups. So in other words, we'll sweep this under the rug so that we don't have to address it, so we don't have to engage in the activity uh, because there may be a potential thing that could happen that could cause us to actually have to use our brain to solve a problem. Now, it sounds ridiculous, But we all do this. We all create these stories that we tell ourselves, and then we will just walk away from it. We'll pretend it doesn't exist, and we'll go on with the activities that we always do and that we're very comfortable with. So as a result of that, we never get to experience the blessings and the opportunities that are available for us. Okay, point number two is not everything that comes into our lives is worth keeping, So super, super true, right? Uh, It could be relationships, (laughs) maybe in relationships with people that aren't worth keeping. You may have an occupation that you uh, don't enjoy, but you hang on to it because of maybe the pay or maybe because of the benefits or maybe because you don't know what else you would do instead of that, Um, but you don't enjoy it. Um, Just like Clothing that you may hang on to in your closet, you'll hang on to it because, well, I don't know what else I would put there. I don't know what else I'd wear, and uh, so I'll just wear this thing it, that covers my body, and uh, and it's it's a bare minimum, right? It's a, it's just something that that is not what you're you you really look good in, maybe. Um, yeah. So, and what about you know behaviors like behaviors that you hang on to this really common thing called. Uh, you know, smoking. You know, people know it's not good for them. Everybody that smokes knows that it's not good for them, but yet they hang on to it and they use the excuse that it's a chemical addiction. And I'm not. And I'm not saying it's it's easy to quit smoking, but the smokers that quit smoking that I know and have personally watched that transformation, it was it was not through using some crutch. It was literally a decision that they made. They literally decided overnight. That they were no longer going to be a smoker. Now, if one person can do that, why can't someone else? Because all it is 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 mental strength. Um, it's just really convincing yourself and telling yourself a story that you literally believe, and that's really what happens. They they literally believe that they are no longer a smoker, and therefore they leave that limitation, that thing that's limiting their their expression of health. They leave it behind them. They don't want it anymore. So. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're on to what? Uh, okay, jobs, relationships, Season changes. Point number three, we need to exercise discernment when it comes to other people's ideas and plans for our lives. We need to exercise discernment. So what is discernment? Discernment is where you actually have to sit down and analyze something according to your values, according to your goals. if you're not really clear on what your goals are and what your values are, it's really hard to be discerning, right? So, you know, other people may think you want something in your life that you don't really want. They may have an opportunity that they present to you and you don't have anything else going on. So you're like, okay, I'll try it. You know, very indifferent about the whole situation. Maybe your heart's not really behind it. You know that's not really a, you know a recipe for success. That's more of a recipe for really poor outcome, uh, because you know it's not something that you're pa- may be passionate about, but yet you say yes to it. And I've said yes to these things many, many times, uh, and maybe it's fun for a moment or for a season, but it's never lasting because it wasn't it wasn't my passion. I I didn't feel fulfilled by it. It wasn't part of my vision or my dream. So. Yeah, and 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 the thing I gotta I gotta say is that the people that that struggle with this the most are those people that are super concerned about what other people think of them. You know, when somebody gives you a gift, for instance, and it's something that you know you see it and you're like, I really don't like that. You don't say that. We're all taught to be polite, and you say thank you and you accept the gift, and then what do you do with it? It sits in your closet. That's where it goes, right? Or you re-gift it, or you donate it, or uh, you throw it in the garbage. I don't, I don't know what you do and what's right or wrong there, but by utilizing it and taking it as as yes, I want this in my. I'm gonna. They must think I need to wear this, so I'm gonna wear it. Hey, look, I wore this shirt that you got me. You know, yeah, it looks horrible. Yeah, but I wore it because you gave it to me. Oh, that looks nice. You know, you know, that's that's where we're trying to, you know, be nice to people. And 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 we certainly are are not advocating hurting somebody's feelings. But at the same time, when it when it's an opportunity that somebody's trying to present to you that you don't, you it doesn't fit your your goals, um, it's okay to say no to those things. It's absolutely okay to say no. And uh, point number four, and our last point here, is that without a clear vision, it's really difficult at best to plan and take decisive action. I'll say that again. Without a clear vision it is difficult at best to plan and take decisive action. So what is the vision? Well, the vision is is really like the big picture, like, what do you see for yourself in the future? What do you really, you know, see as far as, like, what are you trying to create in your, for your life? And here is something that many, many people struggle with this because it takes some thought. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, I, have a, I have a friend, and uh, she and her husband uh, recently just sold their house, and they're moving out of state. They bought another home out of state And uh, they're leaving, and she has a lot of uncertainty about whether she'll be happy in this new home because she has friends here, she has family in this state, and uh, she really enjoys the relationships that she's developed here. Well, um, and she's uncertain about what it's going to be like where she's going. And I asked her a simple question, and I said, "Well, well, what do you really want? What I mean, in other words, you're making these big changes in your life. Is this something you really want? I know your husband knows he wants this. Is this something that you really Have you guys sat down and discussed what both of you really want? And she said, you know, I really don't know. And I think, you know, part of me says that, yes, she does know that she wants a lot of the things that are associated with moving out of state, but she's very uncertain about Everything about moving out of state, you know, the, there's there are things that she knows that she has here that she doesn't know that she's going to have there. So, and and it's not a, it's not a the fact that um, it's not a good move for them because it quite potentially will be a very good move for them. But did they take the time on the front end to get really clear about what they're trying to create? And many of us go through life without taking the time to get really detailed about what we're trying to create. So um, here's the challenge. And and this is kind of an action step going forward, is in order for this to actually happen in your life, you have to sit down and do it. So uh, I'm gonna challenge you to set aside an hour every week, just one hour out of the entire week to sit down with pen and paper, get a journal, get a pen, sit down, and start writing out the details of what you're trying to create for your vision of your life. personally, professionally, um, financially, you know what do you really want to create? What will bring you the most joy and the most happiness spiritually? you know every facet of your life, relationships that you can think of family, um, fitness, health, you know, all of that stuff. Get really detailed about what you want to create. If you can't do an hour a week, you know, I know you're pressed for time, um, do a half an hour. Commit to a half an hour once a week. You can get a lot done in 30 minutes. It's amazing what you can do in 30 minutes. So uh, I'm going to leave you with a couple of, of quotes. Uh, the first one is, The vitality of the individual is directly proportional to the vividness of the vision. What is vitality? Vitality is life, right? It's not a it's not a green drink. It's not uh, it's not a smoothie. It's uh, vitality is directly proportional proportional to the vividness of the vision. Think about that vividness. That's that's the that's the richness of the picture of what you see. What what is the vividness of your vision for your business? What is the vividness of your vision for your own personal health? What is the vividness? of the vision for your family life. You know, think about that in detail. Any detail that is left out of the vision becomes an obstacle and a challenge that you face. Really? If I leave out a detail, it actually can become an obstacle? Absolutely. Yeah, because you're not you're not seeing the fullness of, of what you're trying to create. And uh, any detail that you don't implant, guess what happens? You know, when you leave out details, when you leave out voids, someone else... From the outside, is going to bring in their own thoughts. Okay, so that's why it's really critical to discern what what you really want here. And any space and time not filled with high priority things gets filled with low priority things. This is just a simple fact, and I know you guys all experience it. You can easily waste time doing the scrolling thing, right? So, um, yeah, it's going to create. It's it, you've got to look at. If you don't have a vision, it's you know you are not going to have high priority things. So your actions come out of your visions, right? You have a, you have a vision you want to create. What are the you know reverse engineer it? What are the action steps I need to take moving forward? What are these goals that are benchmarks along the way getting me there? And what will happen is that the clearer your vision, the faster it'll come into your life. Time literally becomes compressed because as soon as you have clarity about that destination of where you are trying to head. You're going in a straight line instead of your instead of just wandering and meandering back and forth. So, you know, do you want to have the the vision of a of an eagle, or do you want to have the the vision of a clam, right? So that's uh, that's what I have for you uh, today's podcast. Um, it's been uh, a real blessing and an honor to talk to each and every one of you through this media. And uh, well, join me next week uh, for the second edition of the Limitless Life Network podcast. And we will see you then.